What's up, you guys? And welcome to the official podcast of Education Thoughts with Damian Aronson. So listen up. This is an education podcast where I will give you 100% real, honest, and authentic truth in every single episode. From what's happening in the educational world to interviewing guests and sharing life stories relating to education. I got you covered. So join me on this journey of exploring the education life together with me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Education Thoughts with Damian Aronson. You may hear some noise in the background. You may hear my washing machine currently running, going on right now, and then you may hear a mower outside. So I apologize in advance for that. So let's get started with today's topic, which is mental health. I will be talking about black, why black men face greater mental health challenges because it is, it has been, it's, a big impact on us, especially black male, of our mental health, because that's like a huge issue. I mean, it's it's it really is. And next month in June, it is men's mental health month. So starting next month, I and also on my social medias, I'll be posting things for how to take care for black men, how to take care of your mental health during that time. Because like I keep on saying over and over and over again, your mental health is important. Did you get that? Your mental health is important. So take care of yourself during this time because everyone's mental health, it is very impacting on us during this time, during this pandemic. Um, so we really gotta take care of ourselves. Go for a walk, um, exercise, meditate, read a book, do whatever that keeps you um, together of taking really good care of yourself because that is the key. Like I am, I, I cannot stress this enough of how important your mental health is because it is so very important. It is so very important. Um, and like I talk about on my first podcast, Future Educators Talk, um, and some of you guys may not know because you are my new audience, my new listeners, um, last year was not a good a, not a good year for me. Toward the end of the year, 2019 was not a good year for me. I share on Future Educators Talk my first college, my first college story and how it has impacted my life. And I was not in a good place last year. I was not because I went to college back in August, um, and it was very it was very good. But once I was there, I was not feeling myself there. So when I returned back home, I was good for a couple of days. But then right after I returned back home from that couple of days, I wasn't feeling like myself. I was feeling like very depressed. I wasn't with myself. I was taking deep care of myself. And I had so much things going on in my head. And it's just, I wanted to explode. I just wanted to let it all out. And at one point, when I mentioned 
And I did an episode that shared my story that I wanted to commit suicide. I wanted to kill myself. I wanted to end it all. And just, just like I mentioned, like, no, it's not going to miss me. No, it's not going to know I'm gone and so forth. That So I was in a very bad place last year. So I encourage you guys to check out that episode on Future Educators Talk, which is season three, episode five. It, it is a very, very good episode. And, and I share that story to hopefully like help someone out because someone may have been in a place um, where I was something, something similar or something um, very common. So I shared that because I wanted to let it out because it was my time to finally let it out. So now you guys, I am quite in a good place um, quite now. I'm quite like in a good place for right now. But speaking of that, let's hop right into today's topic, which is Black men face greater mental health challenges. Isn't that something right there, you guys? Isn't that something? So you have um, the emotional stalkism of Black men is something that few authors have talked about, you guys. Now, most notable um, of the few books on the topic of mental health the author, the author Bell, the author Bell Hooks wrote, the author Bell Hooks work, we real, we real cool, black men and um, their mental health and their, um, mis, and their misalicity, mis, I always have a hard time to say that, but y'all know what I'm talking about, which discusses the lack of love and acceptance that black men face, which creating a emotional crisis for them. Now, many men have not been told how to really process and talk about their emotional experience. Like for example, me, um, last year, I was in a horrible place last year um, and I didn't want to talk about my, um, I didn't want to talk about my problems at all. I didn't want to do that. Y'all excuse me because there is currently something in my eye. Um, so y'all may seem quite do like this. So I apologize that in advance. But anyways, like we, you know, we don't want to talk about our problems, our experiences and stuff like that. So many men have, have not been told how to really process and talk about their emotional experience. Um, furthering a sense of isolation, even anger and resentment. Um, and also, you guys, for these men, this creates an emotional voluntary that can sometimes manifest in seeming shut down, okay? In their relationships and in their friendships as well. Now, at its worth, this budding resentment can manifest in an outward expression of anger, um, aggressiveness, and even, you guys, violence. Even violence. Now, this is discussed, you guys, further in Charlie Donaldson and Randy Flo's book, um, in their book, Miss um, Pathy, Understanding and Healing the um, Men's Lace of American Manhood. Now, continuing on, many men um, 
and some you guys agree to believe most you guys y'all excuse me for a second Now, many men agree to believe most, you guys, some of them, most of them, struggle with the idea of being openly vulnerable and sharing their, and sharing their emotions, like me, how I was last year. I didn't want to share any of this with anybody because I just want to keep it to myself and just pound up in my head. So, and for those, you guys, who grew up as sensitive boys, they are, off, they are often subject to they are often subject to ridicule and sharing for what are natural and healthy expressions of their emotions. Now, black men, they face a unique challenge in that most of what is most prized about them may be their looks, you guys, and their bodies, but rarely even their intelligence and emotional um, intelligence as well, intellectual and emotional intelligence. Now, these things are often deemed, you guys, too soft for any black man to express, to experience, delivering the message that if you are, if you are those things, then you must change them and fast, okay? Now, that's not to say that the road, that the tide isn't shifting for black men today. Now, back in, 20, back in 2016, you guys, I found out that a musician, um, a musician, um, I may pronounce his name correct, incorrectly, Kid Kuda, he openly talked about his depression, you guys, on his social media account. Some of you guys may remember this or not. Now, following this revelation, the internet made it a point to talk about black men's mental health with the hashtag, using the hashtag, you good man, hashtag you good man. Now, this movement, you guys, was designated to help encourage black men to talk more about their mental health issues together and also serve as one another's keeper. Okay, now it was a moving moment. It was a moving moment in that time in pop culture history to witness this um, back in 2016. Now, and also what I found out, you guys, Kanye West, he has been more open in recent years, and some of you guys may agree, he has been more open in recent years um, about his own personal mental health issues. Um, and also you have, um, and also you have Marjul, um Jay-Z, he openly talked about his um, infidelity um, and attending, I said that correctly, yeah, about infidelity and attending therapy about his, about the release of his album, um, 4.444, 4, 4, 4, um, 
So yeah, and artists like Logic and Prodigy, they have also, you guys, previously highlighted conversations on mental health in their own work and public imaging. Um, and also, we are seeing a shift take place, but for many, it's not fast enough. It is not fast enough of opening, seeing these things happen, um, you guys. Now, moving on to the barriers to seeking help for your mental health. Now, unrealistic expectation based on gender and on race often keep many black men and other men of color as well out of therapy. Now, the stereotype is that men don't even like to ask for directions. Isn't that right, you guys? They don't like to ask for directions. Now, you can imagine how hard it is to say to another person out loud, I think I need some help. I think I need some help, really. Um, now, it is a circular, it is a circular problem that we all experience, you guys, um, especially black men. Now, in order for black men to get the help that they need for their mental health issues, is they must open up enough to let someone, to let someone in and let they know that they need help. Let them in, let them into their circles. Let them know that they need help. They are listening to their problems um, because they need to be heard. They do, they need to be heard. But in order, you guys, but in order to open up and even ask for help, they have to crack the cool um, they have to they have to crack the cool um, phase that Bell's hooks talk that Bell hooks talk about in her works. Now, as a black man, um, um, this was someone who wrote this. You guys, as a black man myself, I felt that tension and sometimes still do. I have also seen my clients struggle through letting themselves in um, to be in a verbal position, even while sitting across from someone who looks just like them. Now, in most innocence, you guys, in most innocence today, black men have not grown up believing that their intentional emotions, lives have inherence and even productive value. And this needs to change. This needs to change because all of our problems matter, you guys. All of our problems matter. Of the issues when we need to talk about our problems, it matters, especially to the black men um, with their mental health problems. Now, there is also a great distrust of medical providers by black communities, especially among African American men themselves. Now, historic historically, um, black bodies have been used and abused by science, you guys, in order to make scientific discoveries. Now, think, you guys, think of the, of the, ugh, think of the Kahusky, um spine heel experience. 
wherein African-American men were left untreated to study the progression of their disease. Wow. Wow, you guys. Wow. Um, and even moving on, Black women have been subject to this kind of treatment too. And it is, it is an historical experience like, like these have been created a deep cultural, a, a cash, um, a cash that black men must be aware of and overcome to allow someone into their hearts, into their hearts and their mind, okay? And let's face it, you guys, let's face it. Um, that sense and um, that sense, um, and let's face it, you guys, do you guys remember that scene in Get Out, the movie? It didn't help, it didn't help either. Um, however, the fear of being sent into it, the sucking place by a racial, um, by a racial physiologically in a thriller isn't the isn't the neutral, isn't the hexix of that distrust and fear. It is a it is a respiration of it, you guys. Okay, it is a respiration of it. Now, stigma and racist stigma and racism are big factors, you guys, in this in the decisions for black men to seek support for their mental health problems, their issues. Now, some research has even indicated that that economic status often makes up a significant part of black men's mental health concerns, um, indicating a need for providers to not only unpack their racialized experience, but also offer support on financial issues as well, you guys. Um, and I found this quote right here from Laura Kay, Laura Kay on her therapist that reads, she's been amazing. I feel like I won the jackpot with her. She always seemed to understand what I was going through and guided me through it. See, helping people with their problems, listening to their problems, that is the, that is the big thing listening to their every problems of what they are, you know, they're going through, you guys. They're going through. Now, moving on to a path forward for Men's Mental Health Month, which is um, next month. Now, as we enter Men's Mental Health Month, which is next month in June, it's important for us to take a step back to take a step back and honor the mental and emotional health of ourselves as men i'm talking to the mans black mans and invest in spaces that help us unpack the influence of toxic um miss of toxic men's men's man's Gallicky, masculine, masculine. I always have a hard time trouble saying that word of toxic, masculine, masculine. Um, that permits 
through our society today, you guys. Now, it doesn't make a man weak, okay? It doesn't make a man weak to acknowledge the fears that he has about providing for his own family or the anxious, the anxiety he has about existing in a world in which black bodies, they are devalued to us, to everyone. Um, and it's, and it's a quite a, a simple realistic, isn't it? It is, it's quite a simple realistic. Um, now we can work through these fears, you guys. We can work through our fears and worries by talking with other men about our problems. Did you hear me? We got to talk. We can work through our fears and worries by talking with other men about our issues, about our problems, whether they are friends of ours, fathers, siblings, therapists, or soon to be friends in group therapy order supportive spaces we got to talk about a prop we got to talk about our problems and our issues because if we don't then things are not going to be right with you you're going to have all that thought all that thought your opinions in your head and what are you going to do about it it's going to be all jumble up together into your head to where you can handle your everyday lives and then you just want to all of a sudden you can't take it anymore and you want to you want everything to stop you want to commit your i mean you want to commit suicide you want to end it all because you got so much of this going on into your head it's like you know what i can't take this no more i can't talk to anybody about my problems just i, I need i need for it to stop i need for it to stop and that's how i was last year toward the end of the year 2019 um once i returned back from college so we got men's black men we got to talk about our issues about our problems because it matters it matters your mental health matters it is so very important to take care of yourself it is it really is of taking care of yourself do the things that you love to do like i mentioned earlier into this episode Go for a walk, go for a hike, exercise, meditate, read a book, do something that keeps you per productive into your everyday lives. Do something that keeps you busy um, constantly. Don't just sit around and do absolutely nothing. You, we got to keep moving. We got to take care of our bodies, you guys, especially during this pandemic that we are, that, that we are all in. Like I mentioned earlier, our mental health, everybody's mental health is impacting one another. It matters. So we got to really take care of ourselves. Um, and even, you guys, when this pandemic is over with, this coronavirus, we still need to take care of ourselves. We do. We do. And this has a big challenge, a big factor for us Black men, especially because it's just it's a whole lot of stress it's a whole lot to deal with and it is it, just mind-blowing it, it just is it's a big factor for us um so that's why next month um 
and I will try to plan on doing some special episodes of this starting next, starting next month of Men's Mental Health Month of how you guys, black men, can take care of yourself during that month, during, during our mental health um, awareness, during our mental health month, you guys, uh, sharing tips and resources if you need help, if you feel like that you want to commit suicide. Um, there, there are people out here, you guys, that can help you with your problems, with your situations. I know that you can't go like to the therapist, um, but you can do it virtually online. You can do it virtually. And I apologize, you guys, I'm trying to speak up a little louder because I can hear them over outside. But um, yeah, so you can do it virtually. Your therapist, um, I've been seeing like online where therapists, you know, people, they, they be going to their therapist online since they can't go directly to their office, which is great because there is, again, one-on-one talking about your issues and your problems, which matters, which absolutely matters of hearing your problems. Um, people listening, so that's a good thing right there. Now, um, this is great. This is great right here, talking about your problems. Um, so like I said, we can work through our fears, you guys. We just got to find someone to talk about our problems with our issues. Now, these are spaces where we can heal, you guys. We can heal from these spaces by, they just require like a bit of risk to take advantage of them. Now, on the other side of that task is less anxiety, less worriness, less depression, and less stress overall. And it's well worth the risk, you guys. It is well worth the risk of taking really care of yourself. It is, you guys, it is worth the risk, trust me work for the risk. So talk with your therapist, black men. Talk with your therapist, uh, your siblings, um, your friends, whoever that you trust the most of uh, talking about your issues, your problems, because it matters. Your issues matters. Wherever you're going through, talk it out with someone. Don't leave it up into your head, you guys. Don't leave it up because it is not good it really isn't it is not good of leaving of having all this thing having all whatever into your head into your mind and you can go and you cannot go really in into your everyday life with what you got into your head because it will you guys it will destroy you it will destroy you of having all those things at once you can't do nothing about it you just wanted to stop. You just wanted to stop. So talk with your therapist, um, your trusted friends, um, your fathers, um, siblings, a trusted person, you guys, that you trust to talk about your problems and your issues. Because, like I keep saying over and over again, and I'm going to keep saying it as long as I'm on this earth, your mental health matters. Take care of yourself. So I hope these, what I was saying to you guys, help out. Um, it really had helped me out here. 
Um, so again, starting next out, starting next month, I will be doing some special episodes of Education Thoughts with Amy Anderson because next month is Men's Mental Health Month, and I'll be sharing tips, giving y'all some tips, some resources, some guidance, guidelines of whatever you need to take care of yourself during that month, especially Black men, of course, because this it is a big factor for us, a big challenge. It's, it's just, it's, it impacts us the most, actually. So thanks for listening in to Education Thoughts with Damiana Anderson. I will see y'all in the next episode. Take care and remember to wash your hands and take care of yourself. Hello everyone, it's Damian Anderson. If you have a question, concerns about my podcast, Education Thoughts with Damian Anderson, stories to share with me, feedback to make my podcast better, reactions to the things I talk about, jokes to tell, or someone you would like for me to interview, please send them in by direct messaging me directly on Instagram at Anderson or at edu thoughts pod you can email me at damian anderson 2019 at gmail.com or send in a voice message by going to anchor.fm slash edu thoughts podcast and click on the message tab to where you can record your questions into me thanks